This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse Welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host today, Vanessa, and I'm really excited. I'm going to share with you today all about the Action for Happiness webinar that I watched yesterday, all about stopping being on autopilot. And like I know I've talked a lot in the past about the Action for Happiness and the calendars they have and the, the different things they have on their website and how much I really enjoy them and it makes a difference. But oh, I don't know if I've talked about the webinars they do. Quite regularly they have different things that come through and email suggestions of like, hey, there's this webinar coming up that we're running. And normally it's about an hour with someone talking about a particular topic that helps like, you know, putting action, happiness into action in our lives. And yesterday's one was amazing. It was the title was Stop Being on Autopilot. And I was like, huh, yeah, there's a bit of autopilot going on in my life. I don't know about you, but with the COVID restrictions been happening and coming into Christmas and just everything changing and being, I've kind of felt very stagnant and kind of I don't know where I'm going and what I need to do to actually feel like I've got some oomph in my life. And I thought this webinar might be a really great thing. And it was amazing. And I got loads out of it. So I wanted, I'm really excited to share a whole bunch of little tidbits that I picked up from it with you. But before I get into all that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Welcome back to the Finding Stigma show. Now, don't stress if you missed any of the contact details for Progress to Health. I do play that ad again at the very end of the show, so don't stress if you thought, hey, that sounds like something to be really helpful for myself or someone else you know. I will play the ad again at the end of the show. So anytime you're listening to Fighting Stigma and you think, hey, I want to grab some of those contact details, grab a pen and paper. At the beginning and the end of the show, I always play the ad for Progress to Health. And also at the end of the show, I do a series of support lines, which can be just really helpful to have those numbers written down. So as I was talking about Action for Happiness webinars, now I watched an amazing, amazing one yesterday called Stop Living on Autopilot. Now, 
Action for Happiness, if you've listened to the Fighting Stigma show before, you will actually have heard me talk about them. So the Action for Happiness website is actionforhappiness.org. So Action for Happiness is all one word, and the four is F-O-R. And it's just amazing. Like, So one of the things that I really like is they do the calendars. And this is what you will have heard me talk about on, progress, on Fighting Stigma before. So Action for Happiness does... Um, happiness calendars, action calendars every month. And so each month is a theme. And so the theme is always an alliteration for the month. So we have optimistic October, joyful June, meaningful May, jump back July, things like that. And each day on that calendar has different ideas, different little suggestions for actions you could take that kind of will have happiness happen in your life and kind of the theme that matches the theme of the month. So... I always like looking at them and I always share them at least once a month. Well, normally it's only once a month. I'll try and do it towards the end of the beginning of the month and share the new calendar with everyone on the Fighting Stigma show. But I haven't, don't think I've actually talked much about that Action for Happiness also does webinars. Now, they're either free if you don't have any spare money to actually donate anything or if you're able to donate a little bit towards the cost and running because it's a, um, a charitable trust that they do it all from. And they, it's just amazing. So some of the webinars I've watched in the past have been really good, but the one I watched yesterday, which was Antonio Nevis, and he was talking all about Stop Living on Autopilot. Now, he's brought out a book called Stop Living on Autopilot, and so a lot of what he was talking about was from the book, but it was just, there were some really, really great insights, and I found it amazing. So I really want to have a chat to you today about some of the really cool things I learned from it. So maybe give you a few ideas for yourself. If you're finding, you know, lockdown, COVID, maybe change in life, like whatever's going on has got you sort of stuck and living in autopilot. So one of the first things um, Antonio talked about was looking at what have you done in the last 30 days, right? So in the last 30 days, if you're wife, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, child, boss, friend, whoever, had to choose whether they continue the relationship, whether it's your working relationship, your your marriage or your relationship or just being a parent or whatever it is, would they choose that? Would they choose to continue it based on your last 30 days of action? Because it's like, are you still bringing that same day one energy? Because we talk about, like, you know, the first week of a new job or the first week of a new relationship, we bring lots of energy. We have lots of excitement. We have lots of get up and go. We have lots of oomph. And then, like, as life goes on, that all peters away, right? And sometimes autopilot just has us, you know, dialing it in. We're not really trying to make a difference. So it can make a really big difference just to check in, and it's okay if the answer is no, actually my boss probably wouldn't hire me, or actually no, I don't think my partner would choose me. It's not the end of the world, it doesn't mean they're going to say no and step away, it just means, hey, you've recognised that there's something going on, maybe you're living in autopilot, maybe you're dialing it in, maybe you just need to actually have a think about what would you like it to be different, right? And I found it really interesting, they talked about what is a practical response to that question? Because if you're actually asking yourself all these questions about like, how am I appearing in the world? What am I doing? Am I actually being on, on autopilot? And one of the things that I really like that Antonio talked about was he said, so are we playing to win in our game of life? 
or relationship or work or whatever it is, like are we playing to win or are we just playing to not lose? And I found that really interesting. That really brought up for me that there's actually quite a difference in actually playing to win and playing to not lose. And there are definitely times in life where actually playing to not lose makes sense, but actually sometimes playing to win can make a really, really big difference in life. So if you think about that, like is there one thing you could action today that would have you moving in that direction of the playing to win, not kind of just treading water, doing autopilot. So yeah. And also he asked and said, do we look at who do we give the most of ourselves to? Like this is kind of like talking about like in work-life balance a little bit. Like are you giving the most and like all of your attention and energy to the people who not mean the least but it's kind of almost on that sort of frame it's like so are you working so hard or focusing on outside people that actually the people you care about the most your family and your friends and your like your children your partner they don't they they just have to lump it with whatever you bring home and that all that's left at the end of the day now that's not to take away from the fact that sometimes actually to pay the bills we need to work really hard and sometimes we don't have the energy at the end of the day we're not talking about that right we're talking about where is our focus and our enjoyment and our our attention. So even if you've worked really, really hard, because I know some people do 12-hour days and they come home, but even if you've only got half an hour of being awake and being like you know present because actually you need to eat, have a shower and go to sleep so you can get up and do it the next day, but how are you in that half an hour? Are you grumpy and surly because you're like, hey, I just need time out. I just, I'm just going to zombie walk my way through having a shower and getting some food. Or are you going to be really present and sit down and say, hey, I'm going to eat a sandwich at the same time as asking you how your day's been, asking you what you've been up to since I saw you last, really focusing on those that we care about. And I, one of the things that um, I, I found this next bit the most life-altering, this is the bit that made me go, oh, yeah. And it was a really different way of looking at things. So Antonio asked, like, what would a le- if your life was a movie, if your life up until now was a movie, what would the lead actor be doing, what would they choose to do right now or next to turn things around? So if you find you are living on autopilot or things aren't going great, what would the lead actor do and it was really interesting because they asked us to put it into chat and people came up with all this like start doing yoga get a new job like be on time to work like take my wife out for a date each week like various things and I just said <laughs> there would be a montage of the lead actor doing the physio exercises that their physio has given them so that they can walk properly because I hurt my knee ages ago which you may remember me talking about and because of lockdown recently, I've been doing none of my exercises, and I haven't been walking, I haven't been doing anything, and so my knees have got really, really bad, and I'm not little, I'm very overweight, so my knees are having a hard time of it. So my montage, like my lead actor, what they would do is they'd be doing a montage, like you have in those movies, where they all do, they do fitness, or they get a makeover, or they get like fit, or they do whatever, or they do training, I would just have them doing exercises and stretches every single day. And it would be like a month of that, and it would make a huge difference. I'm like, oh, if I can picture so, so clearly exactly what a lead actor would do, why wouldn't I just do that myself? And it's like I had to start thinking about what 
is the thing that I need to change? What is the thing that needs to happen? And that brings me to like what Antonio talked about next. He just had this really brief comment of don't change the world, change the moment. And I found that really profound because it was like it's not about like, I mean, we have big body goals. We really aim for doing something and we can see the big picture a lot of times. But what we actually need to do is choose that one action that we can do right now to make a difference in that end goal, right? So what is the one thing you could do right now? What maybe would be the one, the first little step that that lead actor would do if your life was a movie, what would be the one thing they'd be doing right now? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave you to think about that while you listen to a song. Enjoy listening to that and think about kind of what would be the first action your lead actor would do. So here on the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. Saw a psychic, about a psychic, asked about her twice. Waved her fingers, said don't linger, you're about to have a really good night, oh. And now we're making out in a bar, you lead me all the way to your car. I didn't want to ask you, but I did, am I in your love Welcome back to the Finding Stigma show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. I'm your host, Dave Vanessa, and hopefully you had a chance while listening to that beautiful song, awesome song, that think about what would be the first event, what would be the first step, what would be the one thing that you might do if you were the lead actor in your life? Like, what would you do to start changing it around, getting out of autopilot? Now, for me, it was, as I said, it would just be starting, 
a montage, like getting up and doing some stretches, doing some exercises, making a difference. Like making a choice that that time I go, oh, my legs are sore, I'm just going to go lie down. It's like, wait, you know, my legs are sore because they've done nothing today. Go for a walk. And I'm not talking about going for an actual walk. I'm literally talking about one end of my house to the other. It's just getting started, right? And Antonio talked about this amazing, amazing stuff. So he... um. He shared this really gorgeous, like I got tears in my eyes, story about how it's really important to not wait for life-altering events to live the life we're supposed to be living, live the life we really want to, right? So don't wait for that near-death experience, don't wait for the divorce, don't wait for like a major illness, don't wait for getting fired, don't wait for getting arrested for a DUI, like whatever the life-altering experience is, don't wait for it, all right? Be the life-altering event that you're waiting for. Do it yourself. And he shared a story about how he flies a lot for his work. Um, obviously, it's probably changed a little currently in the last little while for, with COVID and stuff, but he says he flies, what did he say, 100,000 hours or 100,000 miles, it must have been, a year as a general rule for like the work he does doing um, speaking. And he said he got on this little plane and he was like, I'd been really delayed and it wasn't great. And then at a certain point he was like, I feel, I swear I can smell smoke. I don't feel like this flight's going very well. And um, how he judges like whether the flight's going well is he watches the airline hostess, like the um, airline attendants. And he looked and this woman was getting out the manual and looking up and he could see what she was talking to herself, reading it over. And it was about how to tell people that they need to brace themselves for an emergency landing. He's like, well, this is not going well. So what he did is he automatically sent two text messages, one to his mum saying he loved her and thank you for being such an amazing mum, and one to his wife to say he loved her and loved the kids and like sending a message of like, you know, for the kids. He said, the flight's not going to plan and I just want to say I love you and please tell the kids, blah, and I love you lots, um, and to be there for each other. And then as soon as the plane, because the plane was descending and the, the, <laughs> the pilot had come on saying... Um, so uh, just please put your seatbelts on, brace yourselves. We are going to attempt a landing at blah, blah, blah. And he's like, when they say attempt a landing, it's never a great thing. Um, so once they got low enough, he got some bars on his phone, some reception, and he sent the messages. And obviously the flight went really, like it landed fine. The, um, the pilot did an amazing job. And they, they were surrounded by emergency vehicles because obviously something somewhere that shouldn't have been was on fire. One imagines that nothing should be on fire on a plane. But he said that was a really big wake-up call for him to go, you don't have to wait for the life-altering experience. Is it actually, are you on autopilot and you're not telling your loved ones that you love them? Are you not sending that message? You're just saying, oh, I'll do it later. I'm just going to finish this other thing that I'm doing. Like, what is the most important, right? So, and someone in the chat shared this amazing little mantra, which I really liked. It's like, to notice, to breathe deeply, to smile, to speak, to listen. And I was like, it's really profound. Like, it's really important, isn't it? Like, take a breath, take a moment, focus on what's really important and look at what you really want to get done and what you want to do. It makes a huge difference. And kind of the last thing I wanted, like, there were so, so many more things that um, Antonio shared that was just incredible. If you want to look up his book, um, Stop Living on Autopilot, I really recommend it. But, like, one of the things I want to share that he talked about is that 
paying attention to what's going on while you're having a good day or while you're having a bad day. So you start collecting data. So you start recognising what are the things that are generally happening when I'm having a good day? What are the things that are happening when you're not having a good day? And what he came up with, his top five for him having a good day is that at some point he's done some exercise. He's got a sweat on. He's actually got you know, done a workout in some way, whether it's chopping firewood or vacuuming really fast or playing, running around with the kids or doing a physical exercise workout, right? Um, he's also, he's finished something. He's completed something. And he's talked a lot about when was the last time you completed something? When was the last time you finished something? Because there's a huge amount that we get from actually completing items. And it doesn't need to be enormous. It can be really small. It can be like, I'm going to wash all of the dishes and have the kitchen bench completely done right it can be anything and he also talked about he educates himself like so on a good day he's learnt something there's been something that he's taken on and he's paid attention to and he's educated himself he's learnt something and there's also he's connected with someone else there's been some form of physical mental emotional conversational connection with another person and he's also he's meditated now, the thing I really loved about his list is it was very, very similar to the five ways to well-being that I've talked about before from the New Zealand Mental Health Service Foundation. So it's connect, be active, keep learning. Oh, am I going to remember all five? Connect, be active, keep learning, take notice, and I apologise, I can't remember the fifth one. That will be really interesting. So what I might do is I think next week on Fighting Stigma Show, I'm going to do the five ways to well-being. So we'll be able to talk about that properly next week. But it's just such a universal thing, isn't it? Like what are the things that we need to do to help us have a good day, to help us get in there, to actually have, like to feel we're not on autopilot, to actually recognise we're in the day, that we're experiencing it. And I mean, mindfulness can be really great for that. But it may not be all that like that hard. Like it could just be actually, you know, what are the things that actually make you feel like you had a good day? And then making some effort to have those actions happen. But a lot of the time, some of the things that make a really, really big difference for us is having people to talk to. And sometimes we don't have anyone else close or around. Maybe it's 2am and no one's answering their phone. But having someone you can reach out to and have a talk with can make a huge, huge difference. So what I'm going to do now is a regular series of support lines. So grab a pen and paper and write some of these down. So if you need them, you got them. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now, that's pretty much what it's called. So need to talk? 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24-7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text. 1737. The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a Crisis Assessment Team, they're part of the Community Mental Health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. 
The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800-543-354. And they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around like the, um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 111 757. Now if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from 8am in the morning to midnight and they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body, you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whānau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Tōtoko, which is 0508 828 Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the outline, the number is 0800 688 Hopefully you've managed to get some of those support lines down. So thank you for joining us today and joining me talking all about Action for Happiness webinar, Stop Living on Autopilot. Hopefully that's given you a few ideas. Hopefully you kind of have um, an idea of like, hey, if I was the lead actor in my life and it was a movie, what would be the first step, the one thing I'd do right now to turn my life around, to make a difference, to stop being on autopilot, to start looking forward, to start making a difference for myself and those around me. Now, it's really important to remember, this is only a suggestion. You don't have to do this. There's no problem. If you're in, on autopilot and you want to stay on autopilot, it's working for you right now, go do you. That is completely fine. I just know for myself that quite often my mental health, when things aren't great, like I'm feeling emotionally 
overwhelmed or my physical well-being's out the window so my mental and emotional health is just as wobbly as anything I find autopilot is a safe space to be and so actually recognizing when I'm in that is a really good wake-up call for me to go hey what little steps of self-care do I need to be taking what will make a really really big difference but that's all we have time for today so from us all here take care At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.